Hi, you are wrong, Simi. You are wrong, and I'm. This brings me joy because, uh, as you know, I, despite my uh, Pollyanna and positive and all that type of stuff that we've already established, but I also really like to be right. And so when I get into a discussion or sort of debate with somebody, you know, everybody goes on the Google and gets their phones out and stuff, and I seek out an expert to like it's part of what we do. That's like one of the things I get to do here to find out about this. And so uh, with the swing back into fall and the days are, you know, getting shorter and all of that, I feel tired. And so my wife is like, oh, you need to drink more water. That's what the problem is. And I hate that because look, I drink enough water. I know no one keeps track of it. I don't know how many glasses I have, but it's enough. Okay. So uh, I I started digging in on this and I found some interesting research. uh, And I spoke with Stephen Chung. He's a professor of kinesiology at Brock University. And uh, he has, yeah, has some interesting thoughts. So I basically, I asked him straight up, like, how much water do we actually need to be drinking every day? It's a highly variable thing in terms of how much you actually need to drink. And so that's why we're not necessarily going on a fixed guideline, like you must drink eight glasses of water, because there's a lot of factors involved. There is your age, there is the time of year, whether you're in the heat of summer, whether you're exercising whether you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables that already have a lot of water in them. So the amount of fluid that you need to drink changes over the course of all those different variables and also your actual kind of needs change. So it's really hard to just pin it down to say everybody needs eight glasses of water. We are able to gauge when we are thirsty and we are able to drink adequate amounts. When you're taking over the course of not just a day, but over a couple of days, et cetera. So that's why it's really hard to pin it down to a specific number. And that's why it's very individual, but overall thirst for most of us is a very good guideline overall. Okay. So where did the eight glasses a day idea come from? Because I feel like for the last, you know, 30 years, that's been, that's kind of been drilled into us, or at least into me, for sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And let's make it clear, there is a mandatory amount of fluid loss that every human has throughout the course of the day. And that's through our urine, through our feces. And that's really required. So even if you were just lying in bed, in full bed rest, let's say in hospital and not moving for a whole day, you are still losing about 800 mils to a a liter of water. So about between three glasses to four glasses of water. So that's really mandatory fluid loss that you have just as normal functioning. So that's probably a good starting baseline. I guess the real caution is just that, oh, you have to drink, you have to drink this much all the time. And so it's more of a kind of a moderating idea of you don't need to obsess about drinking eight glasses a day. And you, you see now it's being commercialized, right? That there are these smart hydration water bottles or things like that. And you probably don't really need those and buy into them. You can really, again, get by with thirst. The other thing we want to make sure when we're addressing this issue of hydration is we want people to be drinking water. We're not talking about drinking sodas, which have a lot of water or water and 
sugar. We're not talking about drinking things like Gatorade or even fruit juices, coffee or tea, and really relying on those to be our hydration needs. You are not going to get seriously dehydrated over the course of the day because you'll just get thirsty and you'll drink. So it's more kind of that moderating guideline rather than saying we don't need to drink at all. That's certainly not the message that we're trying to impart. Okay. And so you would say that in most cases, like the idea that people are dehydrated, that is that actually quite rare sort of like, and one of those things that's been um, socialized, like, Oh, I feel dehydrated. I have a headache. It's cause I'm dehydrated. And maybe what does actual dehydration look like or feel like? Sure. If you're actually dehydrated, you are have your, your, um, you will possibly have a headache because there's less blood possibly going to your head. And also you are going to have your heart work a lot harder to pump blood around your body because there will be less blood overall in your body. So you will kind of notice those symptoms. You obviously notice things like a dry mouth will increase. And the, um, you know, the typical guidelines, the hydration guidelines says if you are exercising, for example, you should try to keep drinking during exercise and you should try to avoid losing about 2% of your body weight. Okay. Final question. How about a hangover? Is that uh, dehydration and do, does all of the same rules apply? Um, and, and can you speak at all to that? Because I think we associate a lot of, a lot of those type of things together. And I think it's just kind of like a fun, maybe not fun, but like, uh, an interesting real life application for a lot of people. Yeah, sure. What's happening with a hangover besides the kind of alcohol being in your system, alcohol is also a diuretic. It makes you urinate, makes you pee out more. So addition to the alcohol effects, you are also very often very dehydrated the the morning after and like we said before that can lead to a headache and uh, you know that's one of the classic effects of a hangover it may lead to a lot of fatigue and that's a situation where yes you may absolutely be dehydrated because you're urinating peeing out a lot so Yeah, one of the cures for hangovers, make sure the next morning or even like the night before after you you uh, come back home, make sure you drink and drink a lot kind of beforehand. And that'll probably uh, help quite a bit. That's Professor Stephen Chung. He's a professor of kinesiology at Brock University. Had to make sure to get the hangover question in there.